Prepare yourself for invasion. This is Indie Invasion. Close again. I know, right? Got a little bit of the music and everything. A little bit, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. What's happening, invaders? It is time for another episode of Indie Invasion Shorts. Is it Thursday already? It's Thursday already. You know what? Man. This has been a long week for me. I This is my week where yes. I don't get a day off, so I work Monday through Saturday. And by the end of the week, I'm dragging. I was dragging today. So. Well, don't go postal. What's up, Tonio and Alder? Good morning, Alder. Don't go postal. Good morning, Alder. Alder says, yeah, nope, it's Friday. <laughs> okay, yeah. that's fair. That's fair. It is Friday. That's true. So I did notice that Alder finally got around to being able to get some paint down here recently. Um, he uh, finished his Tesla for Twisted. Looked great, my friend. Looked great. What's up, Spaz? Um, got people joining in, so that's awesome. And um, yeah, so it's Thursday already. It kind of snuck up on me this week. Yeah, I mean, we're starting to get into the summer hours yep. where you, you're doing stuff and that sun's out longer and you forget, oh, it's eight o'clock. <laughs> right. That's right. Oh, look, there's Clem over on the Twitch. On the Twitch. Twitch. The Twitch. All right. So, well, what have you been working on, my friend? Um, well, still going strong with the don't look back. Uh, good. That's good. You shouldn't look back. I mean, I, I, been doing a little bit more uh like hobby nights just hour here and there yeah. uh sometimes i have been broadcasting a couple of them on twitch and last saturday we had stuff so that's kind of motivated me yeah to keep working on stuff and uh i've almost got the course set done it's I, i've been nice recently giving them their wash so then i'll just have to do a, a dry brush and cool. i finally decided what i wanted to do with the uh the psycho killer. I gave him a green jumpsuit. Okay. Okay. So, still got to nice. do some, a little bit more work because I want to make it a little bit more dirtier yeah. and greasier and, you know, that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. So, so that's what <laughs> I've been doing. Todd said he was there when the wash happened and it was epic. And it was epic. Well, it thank you, epic. Todd, for joining me. Todd was keeping me company. Epic wash. There you go. Um, I've been working on a lot of my Etsy miniatures, the the resin ones that I got. I finished up um, an Egyptian, a couple of Bastet uh, for my Scions Egyptian theme thing going on over here. Um, and then I got a couple more things, some my little robots I've been posting pictures of. Been working on a lot of Deep Wars stuff just yeah, because it seems I, like it. I got a lot of, de well, first of all, it's because there are no twisted models that I don't have. So yeah. I, I have no twisted models to paint. So, and so my three favorite games are Twisted, The Drowned Earth, and Deep Wars and Shadow Sea. So I own all of the twisted models. I own all of the Drowned Earth models, and, and they're all painted for both of them. And, um, and my hey, Deep man. Wars... My Deep Wars Shadow Sea ones are the only ones I don't have everything painted for. So that's where I am. What's well, you're happening? You're kind of waiting for this Kickstarter, right? I am. I'm waiting for the Chronicles of Yulia because there, there won't be 
a ton of drowned earth minis to paint from that, but that, but you know, whenever you're painting your models, that's kind of when you're, you're really into the game because you know, stuff progress, you know what I mean? Stuff progresses. You're putting it on the table from built to primed to painted. So there's this progression you're doing that, that helps you stay real focused on the game. That's why I think releases really keep the ball rolling for a game. So you have new stuff, new stuff coming out. Um, But it's also why I like adding stuff to games that already exist, because then I can just keep painting for it and keep the motivation going. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But so that's what I've been mostly working on, but I built this today and I'm super excited. The official unofficial indie invasion turn tracker that's down here turn tracker slash victory point tracker with the sweet indie invasion stickers and indie invasion dice <laughs> that's right so i was pretty happy about that one that was that was fun to build today so that's what i did and i'm waiting for parts for my uh or not parts but more filament for my printer so that I can get back to work on the Zilvern Skyhold. Um, it was a Kickstarter, but I, I late pledged it and got all the stuff. Oh, so, okay. So it's all um, steampunky, like uh, floating city kind of thing. So oh, that's cool. I'm building a board for that one. What are you going to use the, that stuff for? Come on. Twisted. <laughs> Twisted, of course. <laughs> Spaz says that it looks like a Monpoc health tracker. Oh, well, I mean, it does, but it's about three times the size. <laughs> I mean, if I play Monpoc, I can use it. So when yeah. Eric moves down here and we play Monpoc, I'll use it. Mm-hmm. So, but it's just generic. It's for any game. Um, I'm hoping to maybe record something tomorrow night. Because I just set up my board for my first mission for County Road Z. I kept saying Country Road Z the uh, last week. It's County Road Z. And I got my first board set up for that. So I might try to record that. We'll see what happens. That'll be cool. And you should have your hard cut. Co- you got a hard cover, right? No, I ordered? got a soft cover initially, okay. but I'll probably pick up a hard cover. So speaking of travels, is ReaperCon going to be a thing? I don't know. I mean, they're going to have it whether we're there or not, which really doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, is it even worth having if we're not there? (laughs) (laughs) Well, they probably won't uh, make as much money. (laughs) Yeah, they won't make as much money off of us. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, look, Matt ordered the book, too. Good for you. Uh, My cards shipped, too. So the um, uh, Jordan has some facility cards which help you track the upgrades to whatever your home base is. Okay. Um, and just to kind of help you keep track of it. So I went, ahoard, went ahead and ordered those two uh, just because, as everyone knows, nice to, we, we like all the little doodahs. Yeah, it's almost nice to have all the things yeah. for the game just to make that gameplay easier mm-hmm. instead of copying and printing or maybe just jotting stuff down in a notebook. Yeah. Um, yep. Easier that way. I think it's... You don't have to fuss around less fiddly. I I agree. I agree. So this one, I think we're going to be mostly in your ballpark today because you're the professional artist. Yeah, you're the you're the pro. Clem says it's the bells and whistles that does it. That's right. 
It is. There's see, there's, there's a, bell a bell right there. There's a bell. Now we need a whistle. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, Todd. Um, was, oh, Tim jumped in here too. Hey, Tim, welcome, sir. Welcome, welcome. Uh, well, you, shall we? Shall we jump in? Yeah, I would jump into this. I mean, this is something that we get asked every once in a while, and I see it on, on the different sites and social media uh, when somebody's getting into a game, and um, you know, I see a lot of gray, the gray army. And it happens. And a, a lot of it isn't that I think people are intimidating by painting and jumping in. Sometimes it's you just don't know what to do. You know, yeah. so we get asked about, uh, you know, when you're jumping into painting a model or even a full army. Uh, do you just grab whatever color looks cool and just slap it on there? You know, the three color rule and table ready. Or, you know, do you try to reproduce something that you see and or or maybe even go the other way and do something completely opposite so it's a little more unique more to right. you you know original so we thought tonight we just go over um you know picking a paint scheme for your models um and basically what we did is we just kind of brainstormed a bunch of different ideas of different things that to, uh, to think about to approach when you're you know you got them all built you got them primed and you're ready to put something yeah. on there. So, um, for, so for me, one of the things that I don't like to do, and I know this helps on the tabletop, but I just don't like to do it. I don't like my, so if I'm painting, say the guild of harmony or I'm painting, uh, my, my, uh, art, of, my, of my bondsman faction in the drowned earth. And, I just can't bring myself to do a color scheme for them because to mm -hmm. me in the skirmish games, it's like you got five dudes. And if you paint them all in the color scheme, all I can picture in my mind is those five lethal killers, especially for the bondsmen. If you know anything about the drowned earth, they're like the slavers of the, of Uliah, right? So they're nasty dudes. And I can just see them getting ready to go out and gather some slaves and they're all standing around in their hideout, picking out matching clothes. And I just can't wrap my mind around that, that these tough guys are standing there and they're picking matching outfits. So I just always paint them unique. I totally get the reason for that because, you know, then you have some symmetry on the board and, and they look cohesive and everything. But that's the one place my mind goes every time is I can see my little skirmish war band getting together in their hideout picking out their clothes together. <laughs> you gotta be a, you gotta be a matching band, man. Right. Yeah, no, man. You no. like the Jacksons. <laughs> no, man. I, maybe like kiss. If you paint them like kiss. Okay. 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 But you know, I just, I just can't do it. I, I have to paint them individually. I have a really hard time doing them themed like that. Not this so. one. Like club says yellow spandex. Yellow spandex. It is, man. I'll paint my Wolverine with yellow spandex. Hey, it worked for a Hulk Hogan for how many years? And That's even right. Randy Savage. So That's right. That's right. <laughs> so now see, Tim, Tim points this out too. And this is what I'm talking about. He likes having common themes or colors in his teams. And a lot of people like that. And yeah. it looks great. I'll tell you some of the best models that I think look great that way is if you go on GCT Studios website for Bushido, okay, their themed groups just because of the colors, they they look amazing, amazing. 
So, but that's just, that's me. That's how I like, that's how I like to paint. And that's how I like to keep my guys painting up. I don't know if I have one particular way. I kind of am all over because I experiment with different uh, techniques. Um, Sometimes I do like to have some kind of uh, grouping, you know, where they match. Not so it doesn't look like it's random models put together. So a lot of times I may have them look completely different, but I may pick one or two colors that run through the whole group you know right right not the same pants but i i use say red i'll use red in a lot maybe a red bandana a shirt or something right you know i like to repeat those colors a lot tim said street gangs color coordinate why couldn't space gangs that's yeah that's a that's a very that's a very good point it just doesn't work for me i play a post-apocalyptic game i'm like what did they do raid a walmart together and there was only one style of shirt left that nobody else took Technically, if it's an apocalypse, you know there's not washing machines, so all their clothes it's are going to the same Everything's brown. brown. It's dirty. No, no, my shirt's white. No, it's brown. No, it's white. It's They're just all going to have the same sweat marks. It's just dirty. <laughs> so I think uh, one one of the ways, uh, one of the easiest ways to look at this is to take inspiration from stock, like stock studio picks. Yep of a certain model or the group, you know, it could be from the rule book, box art, something else, maybe online. Um, and then, you know, yeah. Studio paint jobs, I think is a good place to start with this. I do too. You can get an idea of basically what is there first of all that you have to paint, you know, cause sometimes you can't really see all those details until sure. you start. So sometimes it's, easier if you kind of have that idea something planned out instead of just saying okay i'm gonna start with this color see where it goes yeah (laughs) well i i like um so i don't paint after the box art and that's just because i don't want to but i think it's i love that uh that that companies put the painted models up and they have them on the boxes and everything so that you can, if that's what you want to do. Because I know a lot of people like to do that. A lot of yeah. people like to have it look just like the box art or just like the book well, maybe art. Drew you into the game. Is that sure. cool? Yeah, absolutely. So I think it's a wonderful thing to have that as, as a tool to be able to look at and go, especially if you're new to painting. And you're yeah. like, I don't even know where to begin. Where do I begin? And Again, love or hate GW, but I think they're still doing it on the back of their boxes where they've got the colors that they used to paint them, too. So yeah. what, a, what a really great starting point that is, I think. Um, yep. Tim said, all right, and this is an I think this should be a challenge for all of us. This is the Indie Invasion Challenge. Tim has never seen a model with sweat stains painted on it, so he's going to try it. I think we should all try. Yep, it's coming now. We probably all have a post-apocalyptic. We need to see all those posted in the Discord. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Sweat stains, baby. Um, Um, Yeah, Clem makes a good point, too. GW chapters are a must-follow. Yeah, and they got got books full of that stuff of, you know, very basic. Maybe not even a model, but like a drawing. So they kind of have this, you know, what the uniform looks like. Yes. You know, and that's cool. I I I think it's a great great starting point because again what a great way to allow someone brand new to it to get into it because let's be honest 
it's pretty, it can be pretty intimidating. <laughs> Life beater with sweat stains. I like yes. that. I like that. That sounds like somebody that needs to be in either County Road Z, Last Days Zombie Apocalypse. That mm -hmm. need that guy needs yep, yep, to be yep. in one of those, in one of those games. And I am just setting up for County Road Z. I will probably lose someone in my crew. So the next guy is definitely. Oh, I might even have him. I think I have the model. I think cool. I have the model. <laughs> now I'm excited. So another way, another approach for deciding what to put on your, your minis and your armies is see what others are doing on social media. There are tons of ideas out there from your friends or play groups. Yep. Uh, you know, you can either copy them or go a completely different direction there. Uh, it's a good place to get inspiration. Uh, I mean, there's you go on Facebook. There's so many groups, fan groups yep. for games out there. It's ridiculous. And if, if that wasn't enough, go on Instagram, you know, yep. hashtag whatever, or uh, just even Google search. If you yep. Google search, you can just look at all images like yeah, crazy. I think one of the great things about those those platforms for that, when you're looking on social media, I think we can all agree that Facebook can be pretty toxic with a lot of stuff. Yeah, but, sometimes, yeah. But for the most part, and I'm sure everybody in here that's in Facebook has experienced in the game groups, you don't. I don't think you see that very often. And no. when you see that person who's a really good painter who does inspire you, I don't think I've ever seen them asked a question where they weren't happy to elaborate and help somebody out. Hey, you know, these are the steps that you take. This yeah. is what you do. This is how. So it's also such a great platform to, you know, say, hey, how did you do that? Or, or what color is that? That looks so cool. And uh, actually, I have a new favorite painter lately um, in the in the Twisted group. I know which one you're talking about because that stuff's amazing. Right. Her name is Erica. I'm not going to try to pronounce the rest of her name. Uh, but her, I, I, I can't, I can't even describe it. If you're not in the twisted group, go over and, and check it out. Or you can go to the twisted main Facebook page. Cause I shared it over there too. And the, the paintings are just, there's something about them. The, the colors are real muted, mm -hmm. but they're just, they're amazing. And YouTube, how to get that look you like. Yeah, absolutely. A lot absolutely. on YouTube. There's so many painters on YouTube that have their, yeah. I don't want to say a how to, but more of a this is how I did it type of right. videos. Right. And I think I like the ones where someone sits down and just paints more than I do the actual instructional where they're painting, but they tell you what they're doing. Yeah. Instead of oh, instead of like a class of painting. But that's just that's just for me too. And uh Tim and Alder are talking about the tiny detail how that box art helps. He says on the twisted minis are so small with your bad eyes. It's handy to see what they are. Yeah. It's a good reference for sure. Yeah. Sometimes I can't even see it in the picture for the box art. So I'm just like, huh, that looks like uh, it should be gold. It's steampunk. It should be gold or bronze. I don't know what it is, but it should probably be gold or bronze. Or well, well, speaking of steampunk, a theme idea. A theme idea is a good way to go. Uh, yep. You try to do a color paint scheme based on something else. So, for example, cartoon or a comic. Maybe you got some models that may not be exactly this, but 
you want to paint the Scooby gang. Right. You know, it's a simple color scheme with, you know, one's in orange, one's in purple. You got, you know, one in green and brown. And I mean, that's a good theme if you want to reproduce right. it. Or maybe you want a time period feeling like, say, Western's done with lots of dusty brown. I mean, yep. steampunk works with that, too. Yeah, I uh, use uh, folk art antique copper, man. That's the yep. color I use more than anything in my twisted stuff. Or maybe you got maybe you want to go for that '80s feeling, so you do the bright neon, you oh, know, yeah. fluorescent colors, or you know, maybe you want something kind of subdued, grim dark, so you do lots of blues and purples and yep. stuff like that. So, uh, kind of to get a feeling or reproduce, uh, you know, something that's from somewhere else. So yeah, yeah, that that uh, that that overall theme that you're trying to create. Yeah, I, I get that. I, I, and I like that. I like themed stuff. I mean, I I've seen, it was with wild west exodus and it was a while back that somebody took their whole posse and they painted it in, um, you know, like, a. did they do black and white? Maybe they did it like the old fashioned Brown and you know, that. Kind oh of yeah. Color. I remember seeing that it was done in the old sepia. Yeah, and then the, the old, only color they had was red. They had bright yeah. red for different stuff, and I yeah, thought that it was, was for the really RJ neat. glow, for the RJ yeah. 1027 glow. That's what it was for. So I thought that was cool. I always wanted to do something like that, but I just, I don't know, I never did. <laughs> oh. Look, Tim said, I wanted to paint a Space Marine Army inspired by Striper, but that was way too much work, right? That's too much yellow, man. That is so much yellow. You see I, that on the table. Oh, you would see it, but... Oh, that's so much yellow. I've seen I've seen somebody do a chapter of Space Marines like the Ghostbusters. So they had the gray jumpsuits and then they painted one of the rhino tanks to all the white and with the checker oh on God. it and stuff. It, it was pretty cool looking. <laughs> that would be cool. Yeah, exactly. So that's getting that theme. Now somebody needs to do uh, a Scooby-Doo Space Marine Army with those meddling kids. Have like a whole Velma squad, whole Fred squad. <laughs> with their ascots that's right somebody needs to do that not me not me because i'm not doing it but somebody needs to do that all right so our next one now maybe you have your go-to favorite colors what's your favorite color mac that my favorite color is green that's my favorite color but so do you use a lot of green when you paint um no, I think I no. I use I use a good bit of blue. Blue. I really okay. I just like the way blue looks on the table. Um and and I use a fair bit of purple. Oh, Tonio just said purple. Yeah, and I use a fair yep. bit of purple. I've actually really been branching out from that because um so Alan who owns Discover Games go look at his website and buy stuff there. Um he has a painter that does his stuff and his name is Bob and Bob's style. I love it because he uses so many bright colors, like mm -hmm. things that you would, you would look at and you would just think, Oh, it's gonna, it's gonna be grim dark. Well, he'll put these super bright colors on them. And instead of what your mind normally thinks where you'd be like, well, that's just going to look stupid with bright colors on it. And it, it doesn't. It looks fantastic. And I just really love the bright colors. So I, I, you know, 
I like warm colors, like you're saying, the bright ones. But sometimes I like using the cool colors, depending on what it is. Maybe I want that kind of that evil look or sinister or something, you know, type of feeling with the squad. Do you so get I'll, your cool colors out? Do you keep them in the refrigerator? Yes. Yeah. I don't I know what you're cool. talking about. <laughs> cool. Um, but basically, uh, I tend to, my one of my favorite colors is red. And I do use red a lot overall maybe even it's just a little bit something tiny that but it's gonna right. be on there um but i also i use a lot of blues in my minis um that's my other favorite color i think i use blue more than the red because sometimes red is just too bright i tend right. to paint kind of the darker tones i like that darker look um my blues are like lean towards turquoise and even more towards the green where you start getting to like a sea foam. Okay. The more so, of the brighter blues. Yeah. Yeah. I really like those. I like to use them, especially for glow. Yeah. I like the way that that glow looks. So I use all the dark colors, the blues, almost purpleless, purple-ish. Purpleless? Purpleless? Yeah. Is that a, that new, a new word? I just who made makes a new purpleless? Word. I need to know who makes purpleless. That sounds like <laughs> hey, a good color. If GW can name what they name their paints. <laughs> that's I right. can name then you can call it purpleless. <laughs> I can call it that. Yep, that's right. So yeah, I, I tend to use you know those same colors, and there's nothing wrong with that if you like a yeah. favorite color because, like we mentioned earlier, it kind of ties the individual models together, makes them look yes. more like a group. Yes. Um. So that's that's something that will work. Uh, Clem says, Bob Ross, happy accidents. Yep. There's Bob right here. There's Bob. Wait, where He's right there? on his Mac shoulder Bob there. Bob Ross. It's Bob Ross. Bob Ross. It's Bob Ross. Okay. So we got a couple more. We got, maybe you want to, like I mentioned before, I like trying different paint styles. Yep. So maybe you want to do monochromatic or basically black and white. Right. Or you want to or do from sepia, dark like to light. Or yeah, the, the sepia. Uh, I did, maybe, um, I did a whole bunch of monochromatic. I was looking at all of the zombies I had for Zombicide. Mm -hmm. And I was like. There's so many of them. It's easier well, to do that, I, right? I, yeah. Well, I went for the um, like the, the graphic novel black and white. Okay. So basically to get through everything, I primed everything black, dry brushed bone, and then highlighted white. And put red for the blood, like the guy in the Wild West Exodus group did with the red for the, the stark yeah. contrast, the pop. And that's it. They're done. And every single one of them is painted. Yes. You know, I think I did that with the old Skellies back in the GW days. Yeah. Easiest way. You just prime them, do a couple coats of this, dry brush, done. That's right. So um, I, th I thought another paint style would be metallic versus fake metallic, right? So oh, the non-metallic metal, non-metallic metal. I haven't tried that. That's tough. I've tried it and I, you know, I'm like, okay, I've, as an older, I've gotten the less patient I've gotten. So you don't want to like, learn anything new. <laughs> I'm like, just give me the metallic paint. Hey, I just, this, this bottle says metallic on it. That means it's metallic. No. <laughs> I don't need then, to make it metal because when it's not metal. Oh, look, yeah. Tyler popped in, posted his recent finished projects in the Discord. Cool, I'll have to check that out yeah, afterwards. We'll have to check those out. And then for those really inspired painters that are younger than me, uh, wet blend or glazing layers. So we're talking layer after layer after layer after layer. Now, I, I do that, and I do learned you? 
I learned to do that. I don't do it on everything. I do it on very few things, actually. But I learned to do that from Eric Luchard, who created Deep Wars and Shadow Sea. And in the back of the Deep Wars rulebook, he has, um, like, he paints everything. He just glazes and glazes and glazes. And his stuff looks amazing. So all of my large fish that I do for Deep Wars, I just, I use glazes and inks and inks and glazes and washes and, going and back glazes. And yeah, you just do all and, and wet blending. And um, it's it's interesting. I know I have a handful of models that are not done when I was experimenting on it. And if you're not careful, all you end up with, you could have just used brown for what it ends up looking like. when Because you, if you're not yeah. careful, you just end up with brown. But it but it's a it's a really it, it creates some very amazing for, well, it's a for good me, trans, it's yeah. a good color transition. Yeah, when you do for that. me, I can do it really well on the fish. I can't do it on anything else. I've tried it on smaller models, but really, most of the Deep Wars fish they're they're pretty they're pretty substantial in size. So yep, yep. So the last thing I got uh, that we came up with for kind of deciding what to put on your models, and I think I've seen you do this before, is inspiration from the real world. So what I mean by that is you reproduce from nature, like fur or a skin pattern, like from big cats or a snake or a oh, lizard, right. you know, you reproduce their, yeah. their pattern. Um, and I think I've seen, seen you do that on some of your dinosaurs. You've looked at a, yeah. a reference of a lizard and you're like, oh, I'm going to reproduce this iguana yeah. here. So, yeah, um, I've done that on some of my drowned earth dinosaurs. I do tend to add a little bit brighter color when I do that though, but I'll, I'll use that, whatever that pattern is. And I think that's a great inspiration. If you don't know what to do, but you have this dinosaur in front of yeah. you or something, some big creepy monster, and you're like, yep. what the heck do I paint this? Nature in our in the real world is a great thing. Just use that as a reference and oh yeah. Town. And it's got the freedom to do whatever you want. You can change it, like you said. You know, pump up the color, make it brighter. Most definitely. So most definitely, but what it comes down to is look around. If you see something cool that you want to, you know, reproduce, emulate, there's plenty of ideas you can get and don't be afraid to try something. Um, yep. You know, if, if it doesn't quite work out for you or for that model or that squad, well, try something different. You know, everybody has a different method to get inspired, to decide what do they want to put on their models. Yep. Um, sometimes I it think, can be tough, but I think ultimately, and this is what I tell my kids. And if you go way back in the YouTube, you can watch some of their pro painting videos that they've put up on the YouTube channel. Um, but it's like what I tell my kids, the only person that has to like your model is you. Yep. Like there Clem you go. Says here, paint what you like, or you won't. That's paint right. Long. The only person that has to like your model is you. Doesn't matter what anybody else thinks of it. It could yep. be one color monochromatic. If you like it and it accomplishes what you want on the tabletop, then that's good. That actually, before we sign off, that reminds me of a guy in the Rumble Slam group from a long time ago. He had, back when Rumble Slam first came out, they had just delivered on Kickstarter. Um, and uh, he had never painted, but he saw the game and it had all of these 
all of these, all this homage to all the pro wrestlers. And mm -hmm. he was a big wrestling fan, but he couldn't paint and he didn't want to paint. He had no interest in painting. So what he did is he painted them like board game pieces. So his Kaiser's yep. Palace heavy pounders, he painted them like all green. I've seen uh, that. Yeah. He, yeah. He painted the, the green bruisers. I might have that backwards. Probably painted the green bruisers green and the heavy pounders blue. So he just painted them like board game pieces and he was happy with it. And it was one color and he put them on the table and played. Yep. Yep. I mean, you can't ask for anything more than that, right? Got one last comment here that I think is a good idea from Tim. He said sports uniforms could be a good inspiration for color combinations. Yeah. Um, very true. You know, that's they're designed by professionals that color coordinate and all that well, stuff. Well, so now come on now. Some of those color combinations, you you're like what you're Why? saying the Cleveland Browns uniforms aren't sharp? <laughs> <laughs> Brown and orange. Actually, baby. having having been a Packers fan, I was thinking, you know, I know they call it gold, no. but it's yellow. Yeah, that's yellow and that's green and yellow. yellow. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it just that's what that's but all it I'm works. Saying. It, it works. works. It I works. Mean, I've seen. I have a buddy locally. Everything he paint. If he has to paint something, it's always. Blue and orange. We're in Chicago. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't think I've seen him not wear a Bears shirt well, any day. So, you should just start calling him a Broncos fan and see how he responds. Ooh, he's bigger than me. I don't know if I want to do <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, you probably better not do that. <laughs> well, I think that about wraps up tonight's chit chat on indie right. invasion shorts uh if you guys have any ideas send them our way for topics and um i think this one might have been a listener topic from long ago and we just put it in the queue and just kind of stewed on it for a while Maybe. i don't know i don't know but yeah you guys feel free to reach out and contact us and hey I guess we'll go ahead and wrap it up tonight. Thanks for tuning in, Invaders. If you're new to the show or just want some more content, you can find all our audio content on all the podcast platforms for your listening pleasure. Um, you know, it could be Podbean, Google, iTunes, and all those other places out there. And also, if you want some video, we have lots of video going up on YouTube, like unboxings, first impressions, uh, we have some playthroughs coming out. Hobby, hobby hangouts. Hobby lately. hangouts. Uh, you can check all those out. And please, if you check those out, like, subscribe, follow, share, all that stuff. Let's everybody have some fun and seeing what we're getting into. Um, visit us on all the social platforms like Facebook, Instagram, Discord. On Discord, you can post your projects. we got a lot of guys posting stuff on there right now, which is kind of cool. Inspiration. For what you want to pay, you know, put on your stuff. No. Um, and also, if you have uh, any questions, you can just email us at indieinvasion at gmail.com and feel free to support us on Patreon. We got Patreon and our favorite place, redbubble.com, Redbubble. to get some merch. Maybe you need a little tank top with summer coming. You can make it stained you want. If you That's want. right. You can make your own sweat stains on it if you want to. Um, oh, real quick, Clem, um, 
I will try and remember to add Rumble back into the the feed. Um, I know it's gotten a lot more people on it than when we first started, and we weren't we weren't getting any kind of feedback from it. Yeah. So I will try and remember to put that back into this the circle of links. posting, yeah, links and throwing stuff up. Yeah, yeah, and I mean we have been doing a little bit more on Twitch. So if you guys want please go there and check us out. Um, we're starting to do some just hot, more hobby hangouts there. Um, of course, we're sharing it on Facebook if you guys are on Facebook and sometimes on YouTube. So we try to hit hit them all. Um, I know a lot of you guys are use all of them, but I know some people don't. So, And everyone has their favorites. Yep, yep. My favorite but- is StreamYard. <laughs> but guys, until next week... We will talk to you later and prepare for the invasion.